Hello, everyone. You're listening to Mom's Time Out. Thanks for joining us. Today, we're speaking with Rosa Franco. She has worked with families for over 10 years to build their confidence as parents. She is a positive discipline parenting coach and specializes in challenging behavior. Rosa, how are you today? Thanks for joining us. I'm doing wonderful. Thanks for having me. I'm excited to be here. Tell us a little bit about how you landed in this space and what it's done for you um, professionally and personally. Oh gosh, where do I even begin? So I grew up in a family uh, with nine other brothers and sisters. And growing up, to be honest, we weren't that close. I think because there's so many of us and everybody did their own thing. And it naturally pushed me toward working with kids. I started out as a nanny when I was about 18. I'm 23 now, so it's been a really long time. Right when I started, I noticed that there's a little disconnect with parents and kids. So I had a very unique approach because rather than um, helping children and working with them and being a nanny for them uh, from a perspective of a parent, I was doing that from a perspective of a child. And little by little, I started teaching myself, educating myself with what's happening when they do this or when they say this and how do I respond? So right from the get-go, I started um, educating myself little by little, nothing close to what I do now, but I started noticing quite a bit of, uh, you know, success. And then I was always wondering, why is it that my mom is losing it, frustrated, and it's so easy for me? Um, and I wasn't even a parent. What is it that I'm doing that I can help a mom or teach her or, or show her? Since then, many, many years has gone by, and it wasn't until about seven years ago that I started really diving in and, and working on my certification with positive discipline. And as soon as I started learning about brain science, things just started clicking for me. And I realized that what I'm doing is an actual method. There's actually a name for each thing that I do. And I went full force into it. Now I uh, teach my clients online. I help frustrated parents go from um, being frustrated, not knowing what to do, not understanding these challenges behaviors to confidently navigating through them and not being scared whenever their child loses it. So the point isn't to stop their kids from misbehaving. The whole point of coaching is to give them the right skills and the right tools um, as to what they can do when those problems arise. So that's kind of my backstory, um, how I got into it. And now it just brings me so much joy to be able to help parents connect with their kids during these most challenging moments and help them out and help their relationship feel connected. That's such a great point of view that you have because it's almost like you're separated from the situation that you had this bird's eye view to kind of be able to tweak and come in, which is a really great insight. What are some ways that you were able to shift or be, be able to help shift the way you communicate to parents so that way they learn how to communicate to their kids in a respectful way, but still getting that point across. Mm -hmm. It's very challenging to be able to think rationally for a parent in, in the midst of a problem because 
no uh, problem solving can be done uh, successfully at the time of a flipped lid. We all know what a flipped lid is. A flipped lid is essentially uh, when your rational and logical brain shuts down and you're operating emotionally. But science and brain science shows that when the emotions are high, intelligence is low. So I teach parents to recognize when, when it is that they're triggered with their child's behavior, regulate themselves first, and only then help their child. Essentially, I'm teaching a parent how to become a parenting coach for their child. So I'm giving them the right tools on how to guide their child through a meltdown, through an angry outburst, through whatever it is that their child is dealing with. Um, it could even be piggy eating, bedtime battles, anything of that sort. I teach them how to manage themselves first because positive discipline isn't about an outside force control. It's about teaching a child how to have self-control, how to um, enc encourage them and motivating them on how to want to do the good thing um, by drawing their good will from the inside instead of trying to sort of manipulate them from the outside in terms of good behavior. Well, that's a good point. So with, with that, like you touched on the flip lid. So when you're sort of, as a parent, irate, you're, you're losing yourself a little bit within this struggle, what are those boundaries that you can create as a parent, what tips? Mm -hmm. So that way you don't have those guilty feelings about, you know, coming on a little strong to kind of set those boundaries for, for mama, dad, and kiddo. Mm -hmm. So the goal isn't to not flip a lid because things will trigger us um, and for each person, it's going to be different. The goal is to recognize and to become self-aware when the lid is flipped. So I want every parent to throw guilt, shame um, out the window and recognize that when we feel unsafe or when we feel like um, our child is doing something, they're pushing our buttons and they know exactly where to push them, um, we will get triggered. Let's just uh, clear that up. The goal here is to know what to do when that happens. And since a parent cannot rationally and logically and, and you know, solve a problem and help their child through it, the number one thing they're going to have to do is to take a timeout, positive timeout. And this is what your podcast is all about. This is a moment where instead of jumping in, because parents make a common mistake of trying to jump in and immediately resolve the problem. You probably heard this term, nip it in the bud. But it rarely works because when, again, when emotions are high, intelligence is very low. This is why it's crucial to take a timeout. Now, the reason why it's crucial isn't only for the parent to be able to um, rationally solve the problem, but also to give a child some time to cool off. Because if you're trying to, if you, for example, have calmed down the parent and you're trying to teach a child they are in the same state that you were just in. So no learning can take place. Um, if we punish, we shut them up. If we send them to timeout, we're not addressing their needs and we're not teaching them appropriate behavior for next time. So no learning can take place because they're not able to think rationally. They're 
on just like complete emotional outburst. So kids learn by mirroring their parents. This is why it's important for the parents to model the very behavior they want their child to repeat. So when a parent says, hey, I'm really frustrated. What you just did has really set me off. I need to take a moment to cool off. Now you're not gonna yell at them. You're gonna manage yourself. The, the goal here is to manage your own emotions. By managing yourself, you're also immediately modeling to your child, this is how we deal with problems when we are frustrated or triggered. Now, if your child, um, I, have a, uh, I have written an article on my Instagram page that anyone, any of the parents, it's a free for all, it's a freebie, they can click on it, and it teaches you exactly how to do this. This pause, usually we're used to a negative timeout, a punitive timeout, go to your room and think about what you did and don't come out until I say so. But this, although immediately shuts down the misbehavior, it creates so many problems like revenge, uh, lying, sneakiness, aggression long term. So we don't want to use one tool that may work immediately right now, but creates incredible amount of problems long term. We want to use the tools that are able to be successful long term. Uh, so uh, a parent can first, um, you know, manage their own emotions. And then once the child is also calm, they can invite their child in. Hey, do you want to go sit with me on the couch? Do you want to go to your quiet space? And this should always be a choice. This shouldn't be forced. Uh, once the child is calm, only then we can start problem solving. And the problem solving is going to go something like this, regardless of what it is. Number one is we get curious. Hey, can you tell me what happened? Uh, I saw that you got really mad, um, regardless of whether they slammed doors, they threw a toy, they um, hit their brother. We get curious first. After calming down, we get curious, ask as many questions as we can so we can understand the problem because many times we think, oh, they're doing this on purpose. They're just naughty. They're just, you know, this and this. But misbehavior is a form of communication. So when they're not able to express themselves verbally, they act out um, with their body by doing all of these destructive things or having a meltdown. So we need to ask ourselves, what is my child trying to communicate to me? And then get really curious and ask those questions. Then we validate feelings. So number one, calm down. Number two, uh, get curious. Number three, um, validate feelings. I see. That makes sense that you would get angry at your brother because they took away their toy. Um, I know it's really hard for you to wait. I see how that could be so difficult for you. And you know, sometimes it's really hard for me to, to wait too. It's hard for me to be patient sometimes. So using this moment to validate feelings, then we set a boundary. So addressing the misbehavior and immediately punishing isn't um, effective. However, it still needs to be addressed. This is the moment to address it. So after validating feelings, we say, we do not slam doors. We don't yell at each other. We are kind to each other. And then go through a little process of, I call it role playing, to teach your child appropriate ways of behaving. We do not slam doors. What can you do next time you're frustrated? And then give them some options. You can say, I'm angry, I'm mad, I need help. Or come tap me on my leg and tell me what's going on and I will help you. The goal of this is to um, 
let our child know that I'm here to help you. Because if they think that we're out to get them, they're going to misbehave, they're going to get in the power struggle and back talk. But the moment we um, step back, we calm down, um, we get curious, they realize, holy smokes, I can, I can let everything out. I don't have to hold it in. I don't have fight because my parents are allowing me to experience power by expressing what it is that I feel in the moment. And the goal isn't to hurt kids. The goal is to help kids. So anytime a parent uses whatever strategy they use, you have to ask yourself, am I helping my child or am I hurting them? Yeah, those are some great strategies that you're sharing on how parents can think that approach. And I, I think there's such great standouts um, for, for the building of the, the strong, stronger connection. If parents want to learn a little bit more about you and what you have upcoming, what do you have in the coming months? Where can they find you? What are your websites? So as of right now, um, I'm working on a course. Uh, I currently have three different um, methods of contacting me. One of them is through a discovery call. All of this can be found on rosa.franco and rosa spelled with a Z uh, on Instagram. They can click uh, at the link in bio and they can snag a discovery call with me to find out uh, if this is the right fit, if they're willing to do the work. So that call is very important. After we determine that this is the right fit, they can either go through a four session, uh, which is one month um, program with me, or they can go through a three months program called Parenting Mastery. Um, what I'm doing now, because there are clients lining up and I'm not able to um, take on as many clients as I would like. I'm turning my three months program into a self-paced program. Uh, that's in the works right now. So parents should watch out, uh, look out for it. Um, as of right now, they can do one-on-one, -on -one, but very soon that will no longer be available just so I can open it up to more parents and serve more parents. They can also click the link in bio and snag a freebie as I was speaking about earlier on a positive timeout, what that looks like and how they can immediately deescalate um, whatever problem that they're currently dealing with. Um, so those are some of the options. Perfect, and that's Rosa Franco, R-O-Z-A, Franco spelled F-R-A-N-C-O. Thanks so much, Rosa, for taking the time to connect with us. We appreciate Absolutely. you and thanks for inspiring. Thank you so much. Take care. We appreciate you stopping by and listening to our episodes here at Mom's Time Out. Until next time, stay tuned. And please, if you enjoy these episodes, please recommend us to your friends. We appreciate you. To learn more, check us out on our blog at dallasmetromoms.com.